pulled back a smile. And, Breach, you're to have the back room now. A young lady needs privacy in a household of men. For a moment, Breach was speechless. How could her father have known? She'd felt so uncomfortable lately, trying to dress and undress, bathe and sleep with her brothers in the room. Thank you, Da. You're welcome, Moeschling Yell. The smile on his handsome face he reached for the bacon. Now, let's eat the fine breakfast you've set before us. The food was gone in less than half the time it took to prepare it, but Breege knew that meant they'd liked it. She kissed her father on the cheek as he headed toward the door, his lesson books tucked under his arm. His whiskers were rough against her lips, his skin warm with the smells of pine and tobacco, her father's own special scent. Are you off to gather rushes today, my breach? I, I am. There's much to be done before tomorrow night. He nodded his approval, started out the door. Then he turned back to her. Your mother would be right proud of you, so she would. He tickled a finger under her chin, smiling down at her. Then he turned, strode out the door, calling to the boys. Come along, Rory. Aiden, let's not be late. As she watched him go, Breach felt a pricking behind her eyes, but refused to cry. She barely remembered her mother, as she died, weakened by famine, when Breach was only three. But Breach had tried to be a good daughter, one her mother would have been happy to claim, had she lived. To hear her father say such words. The midwife had told her she might have confusing feelings or want to cry more now that she was a woman. Breege cleared the table, made quick work of the dishes. She placed more peat on the fire. The hearth fire could not go out until after May Day. Then took off her apron, put on her cloak and scarf, and set out. The day was mild and sunny, as if nature itself shared her joy. Winter seemed to know there was no point in fighting the approach of spring and was in retreat. In places where the sun stayed longest, the grass was beginning to green. The night's frost had melted into dew on the bare branches of the apple trees. Some ewes had dropped their lambs, and the cows would soon calve. In a matter of weeks there would be milk, cheese, and butter in plenty, and flowers would begin to bloom. Breege walked down the lane that came up to the door and set across the field to the edge of the lake where the rushes grew tall. As a virgin, and especially since her name was Breege, she was the one who must gather the family's rushes for Imbolg, Blessed St. Breege's special day. The rushes must be pulled by hand by a maiden, not cut with iron. They must be gathered in silence and hidden from the rest of the family until tomorrow night, when they would be woven into crosses for the house and cowshed, made into girdles for the cows, and used to make the Breejog, the little St. Breege doll and a little mattress for the breejog to sleep on. Extra rushes would be strewn on the floor and the table to welcome the saint into the home and hearth. Go down on your knees and do homage, and let blessed Saint Breach enter the house. She mouthed the words she would say tomorrow night before the prayers and feasting, wanting to get them right and make her father and brothers proud. She knelt in the frozen marsh, began to pull rushes out of the ground. Their edges were sharp, but she had done this many times and knew to wrap a scarf around her hand. They broke free easily, and soon she had a goodly pile. 
but many more were needed if there were to be enough for both the floor and the table as she intended. She didn't mind the work. It was good to be outside, and the day was too lovely for any but happy thoughts. The spring fair! She almost laughed out loud with delight, then remembered she must be silent. She'd never been to a fair. She wondered what colors of ribbons the merchants would sell. She wanted blue ribbons and white ribbons and white lace, perhaps red ribbons too, if her father had the coin. She would braid her hair, work the ribbons into her braids, tie bits of lace at the end of each. She wondered too if her father spoke truly. Was she pretty? Would young men be drawn to her like bees to honey? The thought made her belly tickle, her heart beat faster. Perhaps she would meet a handsome young man at the fair. Perhaps she would meet the man destined.